Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. Good morning, I'm Nathan Hager. And I'm Amy Morris. Here are the stories we're following today. Shares of Tesla are going in reverse this morning. They're down more than 7% in the pre-market. The electric vehicle maker says it expects sales growth this year to be, quote, notably lower. We get more from Bloomberg's Oliver Crook. They gave no guidance in terms of deliveries for this year. They delivered 1.8 last year, million that is. They're expecting 2.2. That's what the analysts are expecting. That's still 20% growth against a backdrop that is challenging for a lot of the auto sector and a lot of the EV market. There's going to be a slowdown in EVs. That seems more or less certain this year. Interest rates, basically, Elon Musk said that our margin is directly pegged to interest rates in the United States. So if they come down, our margins will be good. If they don't, they'll be worse. And there's a competition from China. There's all these other competitors with cheaper models that are coming into the market. Bloomberg's Ollie Crook says on the conference call, Elon Musk said he needs a bigger stake in Tesla to prevent being ousted as CEO. Right now, he owns about 13 percent of the company. While Tesla's shares are sliding, it's a different picture at IBM this morning. Shares up more than 7.5%. The company delivered a positive outlook for revenue and cash flow in 2024. Those details now from Bloomberg's Charlie Pellet. It is an optimistic signal for the pace of corporate technology spending. IBM also announced it does expect to reduce jobs by a percentage in the low single digits. The Armonk New York-based company has focused on streamlining its operations around software and services in recent years by divesting managed infrastructure, weather, and health businesses. IBM has also introduced new products to capitalize on growing interest in artificial intelligence. In New York, Charlie Pellet, Bloomberg. Radio. All right, Charlie, thank you. We're also following Boeing this morning. That stock is down another 2%. The Federal Aviation Administration is freezing planned production increases for Boeing 737 MAX. At the same time, the FAA approved inspection procedures that airlines need to carry out in order for the MAX to resume flights. Boeing CEO Dave Calhoun met with senators yesterday. Before that meeting, he was asked what message he has for concerned passengers. We fly safe planes. We don't put airplanes in the air that we don't have 100% confidence in. I'm here today in the spirit of transparency to, number one, recognize the seriousness of what you just asked. Number two, to share everything I can with our Capitol Hill interests um, and answer all their questions because they have a lot of them. And Boeing CEO Dave Calhoun told senators the plane maker's current safety issue can be resolved in days and weeks, not months. Turning to politics now, earlier this week, Donald Trump was in New Hampshire for the primary. Now he is set to take the witness stand today in the defamation suit brought by E. Jean Carroll. Bloomberg's Ed Baxter has that story. This comes two days after his New Hampshire victory, and he'll be in front of a jury. Carroll contends his denials of her rape claim have hurt her reputation. It gives Trump a chance in the witness box to repeat the denials. This could be very contentious. Judge Lewis Kaplan has already held Trump liable for defamation. And if Trump ignores the judicial restraints on what he can say, as he has in the past, it could lead to fireworks. Last week, remember, Kaplan threatened to bar him from the courtroom, saying he couldn't control himself. 
Ed Baxter, Bloomberg Radio. All right, Ed, thank you. As for President Biden, he's picked up a key endorsement as he ramps up his re-election campaign, winning the backing of the United Auto Workers Union. UAW President Sean Fain says the president has earned it. He joined us in solidarity on the picket line for the first time in our nation's history. A sitting president has ever done that. And the UAW's Sean Fain laid into former President Trump, calling him a scab who represents billionaires. President Biden says he's kept his word to be the most pro-union president ever. I'm proud you have my back. Let me just say I'm honored to have your back and you have mine. That's the deal. President Biden will still need to win the back of rank and file union members. The UAW says it'll ramp up, get out the vote efforts for the president in Michigan and other battleground states. The Federal Reserve has raised the rate on loans to banks issued under an emergency lending program launched last year. The move comes after borrowing surged in recent weeks as institutions took advantage of the attractive financing terms. Overseas, Amy, we're expecting a policy decision from the European Central Bank. Economists expect the ECB to leave rates unchanged in its first monetary policy decision of the year. Instead, the focus is on President Christine Lagarde's news conference and any fresh signals on the outlook for borrowing costs. And a warning from former Treasury Secretary Robert Rubin. He says risks are even greater today than in the early 1990s when incoming President Bill Clinton crafted a budget-tightening package to shrink the deficit. Rubin spoke with David Weston on Bloomberg's Wall Street Week. I think we're in a terrible place, David, because unfortunately, once you get to legislating, there isn't the will. There's a lot of talk, but the talk is always divided politically between the Republicans who refuse to raise taxes and the Democrats who won't deal with entitlements. You can catch the entire interview with former Treasury Secretary Robert Rubin on Bloomberg Wall Street Week with David Weston on both Bloomberg Radio and television. And this note from overseas, Amy, uh, pay for most senior investment bankers at Wall Street firms in Asia fell to its lowest level in almost two decades. Sources say total compensation in Asia, uh, leaving out Japan, fell to between $700,000 to $800,000. That is well below the million or more that senior investment bankers have typically earned. At least 20% at managing directors at lenders, including Morgan Stanley and UBS, received no bonuses last year in Asia. Time now for a look at some of the other stories making news around the world. And for that, we're joined by Bloomberg's John Tucker. Good morning, John. And good morning, Amy. There is hope of a bipartisan border deal. But some lawmakers say if there are no big policy changes, then immigration reform is dead on arrival. More from Bloomberg's Nancy Lyons. The details of the agreement have not yet been released, but some Republican senators are already criticizing the bones of the deal, like Utah's Mike Lee. I have great respect for colleagues who are working hard trying to fix the problem. And I'm sure they are coming up with some provisions that might help certain things. But from what I'm hearing, this could cause as many problems as it's solved. The bill being drafted would reportedly grant humanitarian parole to 5,000 undocumented immigrants a day. These GOP lawmakers say that's a magnet that will draw more people to our border. In Washington, Nancy Lyons, Bloomberg Radio. Nikki Haley campaigned in her home state of South Carolina last night. She talked in part about Donald Trump's reaction to her not dropping out of the race after New Hampshire. He pitched a fit. He was he was insulting. He was doing what he does. But I know that's what he does when he's insecure. I know that's what he does when he is threatened. And he should feel threatened, without a doubt. 
Haley is vowing to press on thanks to the backing of Wall Street titans. Wealthy donors and a group funded by industrialist Charles Koch means she has enough funding to keep running. Another attempted attack on merchant shipping by Iran-backed Houthi militants. U.S. Central Command says U.S. guided missile destroyer shot down two anti-ship ballistic missiles aimed at two American flagged vessels in the Gulf of Aden. A third missile fell into the sea. The attack is the first in five days, comes despite multiple rounds of retaliatory strikes by the U.S. and the U.K. Fox has been ordered to face a $2.7 billion defamation lawsuit by Smartmatic Corporation, one of two voting technology companies falsely accused on Fox News of rigging the 2020 presidential election against Donald Trump. The decision Wednesday by a New York judge is the latest setback for Fox after the media giant agreed in April to pay $788 million to settle a similar suit by Dominion Voting Systems. Global News 24 hours a day and whatever you want it with Bloomberg News Now. I'm John Tucker and this is Bloomberg. Amy. All right. Thank you, John. We bring you the news throughout the day here on Bloomberg Radio. But now you can get the latest news on demand whenever you want it. Subscribe to Bloomberg News Now to get the latest headlines at the click of a button. Get informed on your schedule. You can listen and subscribe to Bloomberg News Now on the Bloomberg Business app, Bloomberg.com, plus Apple, Spotify, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Time now for our Bloomberg Sports Update, and for that, we bring in John Stashauer. Amy, Jim Harbaugh was going to be a hot NFL coaching commodity, considering the success he had had with the 49ers getting them to the Super Bowl. And then when he coached Michigan to the undefeated season of the National Championship, he became even hotter. Spoke with many NFL teams, but the L.A. Chargers were always seen as the favorites. He once quarterbacked the Chargers back in 1999 and 2000. It's official, a five-year deal. Harbaugh taking over an underachieving Chargers team that has a good quarterback in Justin Herbert. Nick Sariani staying in Philadelphia, but the Eagles changing both coordinators, and they say that Sirianni will no longer be as involved in the offense. The Eagles had that horrendous slump at the end of this past season. Joe Thoney, Pro Bowl guard, doubtful for the Kansas City Chiefs in their AFC Championship game Sunday in Baltimore. NBA Milwaukee beat Cleveland 126-116. to 116. It was the first game for the Bucks since the coaching change, the firing of Adrian Griffin. Joe Prunty coached them last night, but Doc Rivers is taking over the Bucks. He went to college in Milwaukee at Marquette. He's had 16 straight coaching seasons with an over 500 record. Minnesota got 38 points from Anthony Edwards and a 118-107 win at Washington. The Warriors played for the first time since the death of their assistant coach, Dejan Milojevic. They beat Atlanta 134-112. Joseph Kaminga scored 25 points. He shot 11 for 11. John Stashauer, Bloomberg Sports. Success is more than the final destination. It's a path you take one step at a time. It's discipline. It's teamwork. And it's the drive and passion inside of us that comes before all recognition. It's what Stiefel's been doing for over 130 years. Quietly, yet strategically, Stiefel's become one of the fastest-growing wealth management and investment banking firms in the country. Our financial advisors go beyond traditional wealth management to provide clients with direct access to one of the industry's largest equity research franchises and a leading middle market investment bank. Because success is the drive it takes to keep climbing, the passion to keep investing, the best of each of us made better by the best in all of us. And that is where success meets success. 
Start your journey at Stiefel.com. That's S-T-I-F-E-L.com. Stiefel Nicholas and Company Incorporated, member SIPC and NYSE. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. From coast to coast, from New York to San Francisco, Boston to Washington, D.C., nationwide on Sirius XM, the Bloomberg Business App, and Bloomberg.com. This is Bloomberg Daybreak. Good morning. I'm Nathan Hager. The latest earnings report from Tesla isn't exactly giving investors a charge this morning. The electric vehicle giant came in with earnings and revenue just shy of Wall Street estimates. But CEO Elon Musk's warning that growth will be notably lower this year is certainly putting a weight on the share price this morning. So let's get more on the outlook for Tesla and EVs. We're joined now by Bloomberg News transportation reporter Danny Lee. Danny, thanks for being with us. Notably lower. Is that the phrase? that Scott Investor spoke this morning? I think it's a combination of being notably lower or notably slower, in fact, on growth. And the EV giant didn't even offer full-year guidance for 2024. And that is what is spooking investors and fans alike. And what you could characterize this year, 2024, as a transition year for, for Tesla. You know, all that growth over the past couple of years and nothing in between until next year, when it releases new models. Those new models include, at least according to uh, Elon Musk on the call, a new lower-priced car. We've kind of heard that before, haven't we? Elon Musk has always aspired to have a low-cost car, but has never delivered. And this is now Elon Musk for the first time with Tesla executing on that promise. But this is still going to come in the back end of 2025. So even though this does come in 2025, it's still almost like two years away from where we are now. And it's a considerable wait for then investors having to wait for this ramp up. All the costs that go into building up new models, as we've seen with the struggle Tesla has with the Cybertruck, it's going to be a, you know, a potentially a drag on earnings. And in the meantime, the uh, EV giant has been cutting costs pretty aggressively and trying to get past the headwind of higher interest rates. Is there a trajectory for Tesla to continue with that strategy? Well, Tesla has been looking to cut its costs and it's also been cutting prices, uh, you know, trying to lure consumers with these obviously battling higher interest rates. And so there is always uh, that push and pull factor. And Elon's trying to find any way which possible to make sure he's getting the best possible cost for his product in order to be so much more competitive when it comes to price. And obviously what we see right now, the backdrop for the U.S. consumer in particular is they're not necessarily as willing to buy new electric vehicles. Another interesting note from Musk on the call saying that he might need a bigger stake in the company to avoid being ousted as CEO. Is governance becoming more of an issue for Tesla uh, on the board, particularly with all the distractions around X and whatnot? Well, Elon Musk, you know, after 
buying Twitter and selling down his his shares in in, in Tesla to to fund this purchase, he will saber rattle as much as he wants to ensure that he potentially will get what he ultimately wants is some form of better control, bigger control again of Tesla. So I think this is a wait and see moment uh, whether the board accedes to his demands, um, but. Ultimately, uh, Tesla, uh, Elon Musk, rather, is really the, the linchpin in driving Tesla forward. Of course, it's not just Tesla facing headwinds. Boeing has the grounded 737 MAX 9, and now this uh, pr- production freeze ordered from the uh, FAA. It seems like the hits just keep on coming for Boeing, Danny. Yeah, I mean, the, the U.S. Federal Aviation Administration escalating its response in the wake of the Alaska Airlines accident. And in two parts, it's partly good news for Boeing and obviously partly very bad news. On the good side, there is the the, the restart of the uh, inspections that airlines can now look to get the grounded MAX 9s back into the air. However, the, the, the restriction on expanding production, this is all key and very directly important to Boeing's ability to uh, grow its, uh, its cash cow, um, you know, 77 Max, you know, all the money that goes into delivering the revenue, it's so important. It delivers 38 planes a month, and it's trying to grow that to 50. So there's a big gap right now into what it potentially could do in future. And on January 31st, Boeing is meant to be delivering its guidance for 2024. So what effect this has on its future outlook into 2024 will be very, very key. This is Bloomberg Daybreak Today, your morning brief on the stories making news from Wall Street to Washington and beyond. Look for us on your podcast feed by 6 a.m. Eastern each morning on Apple, Spotify, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. You can also listen live each morning starting at 5 a.m. Wall Street time on Bloomberg 1130 in New York, Bloomberg 991 in Washington, Bloomberg 1061 in Boston, and Bloomberg 960 in San Francisco. Our flagship New York station is also available on your Amazon Alexa devices. Just say Alexa. Play Bloomberg 1130. Plus, listen coast to coast on the Bloomberg Business app, Sirius XM, the iHeartRadio app, and on Bloomberg.com. I'm Nathan Hager. And I'm Amy Morris. Join us again tomorrow morning for all the news you need to start your day right here on Bloomberg Daybreak. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code Radio20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.